Hey, this is Greg Hawks and Dean DaCosta here again for another Dueling Sorcerers. And today we're going to be talking about creative types. We're going to be talking about how to find people like graphic designers. So I'm going to kick it to, to Dean first and see how he would start his search uh, looking for somebody who, who does graphic design and, and just is like super creative visual type of, of people that are out there. All right. Hey, so, you know, um, graphic design and, and the creatives um, or the opposite brain thinkers to people like me who are very who are more technical, um, there's a great need for them and finding them can sometimes be very interesting. But there's a couple of things you need to keep in mind. Almost all of them, matter of fact, everyone that I'm aware of are going to have something called a portfolio. And so rather than necessarily saying, hey, doing a Google search and saying, graphic designer, blah, 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 use the word portfolio. They will all have them because when they come into an interview they have, or, or anything, they either have to go online or they have to bring it and show, oh, hey, look at some of the stuff that look at the web page, look at this, look at that. And the good part about the portfolio is there's almost always a way to contact them. So keep in mind, whereas normally we would say resume and CV and all that, the word portfolio is more prevalent for creative types than perhaps any other type out there. But that said, there is a site out there called women who dot design. Now let's take a wild guess what you're going to find there. There are going to be some developer types, but they're not the typical developers. There are more of the graphic developers, but there's a boatload of illustrators and graphic designers. Matter of fact, I'm looking at the page and it's mind boggling. Uh, product designers, research UX designers. There are boatloads of them out there. And the interesting part is this site is really nothing more than a uh, Twitter list because everybody here is from Twitter. So what this particular site did was create a way to find them all. Or not all necessarily, but a lot of them. I mean, there's got to be about a good 700 of them on here. That's quite a few, uh, all within the U.S., by the way. And um, all of which have links to their portfolio, as you would expect, which means contact them becomes a piece of cake. But that's one of the ways in which finding creatives you know, well, too, if you count the portfolio thing, that you can find creative really, really easy. Yeah, and, and that's that's a good point, Dean, that you look for portfolios. Because, you know, when you, when you think about it, graphic designers in general, they have a body of work. They have projects that they work on. They It's, it's more of a visual type of experience that you're talking about here. So mm -hmm. um, one of the things that I really found, and I mean, you don't really need a tool to, to search Behance and stuff. And I've talked about Behance on a couple of my webinars. But I mean, it, it really shows you a body of work and, it, and it's much more visual. It's a, it's a social platform just for, just for graphic designers pretty much and, and anybody who's creative. I found a lot of creative directors there too. And um, I mean, you know, Instagram artists, um, I've, I found Instagram artists that actually have a lot more on the Behance page, ironically. Uh, and you can actually click into each one of these different, different, uh, uh, products in or or entries in their Behance page, and it'll take you straight to it, to, straight to contact information a lot of times. And the, the important thing is, I mean, you mentioned that in a lot of portfolios, there's contact information. Well, with Behance and, and with especially with like Instagram, a lot of times it'll take you to a a a a person's direct web page if they have a direct web page. Right. So with the direct web page, what comes next? Contact information, right? They you're going to be able to find. I always get excited when I find somebody's personal web page because I know I'm going to find their contact information. I know I found their contact information somewhere. Um, it's very seldom I don't find contact information. And like I said, 
you and I talk about tools a lot. You don't even have to use a tool. You just you just click into the link and, and you, you find their info. So yep. and and it, and it's not just those sites. I mean, you think about that. We, we're talking about Instagram, Pinterest. Uh, is it would be another too. one. Pretty much all of those graphical, Flickr, all those graphic-y, um, artsy types of sites that cater to pictures and stuff would be a good place to find creatives. Etsy, I've found many of them on Etsy. Etsy, uh, uh, Pinterest is another one. Pinterest, exactly. Um, YouTube, believe it or not, you'd be surprised. Oh, now you can find tech on. You can find tech on YouTube. I'm I was just showing people. Here's how you can find some Java developers. They're 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 doing YouTube videos on how to program. But you can also find Artsy. There was one person on there who was actually doing a live action uh, web page design. He was he was showing you how to do it. Well, if he's showing you how to do it, what do you think he does? He sure is not a truck driver. Uh, he's probably, a, you know, a designer. And so it, it's really quite interesting. Another place, SlideShare. SlideShare is one I was going to mention too, because, okay, so SlideShare um, is, is actually part of LinkedIn. It's where um, a lot of, of, of resumes and, and especially presentations are held on LinkedIn. So you can do a side search on SlideShare and look up topics. I found scientists this way too. So mm -hmm. anything, anything that somebody has built a presentation, I have some of my presentations uh, attached to my LinkedIn profile and it, it, it automatically loads into uh, SlideShare. So that's a great resource. Uh, and the one I was gonna mention too. Um, the other thing you had mentioned YouTube. Um, yep. And I have to say something about a, a gaming platform called Twitch because yep. even streaming platforms like Twitch have creative type of, of channels that you can go to. And you know when you're using YouTube, when you're using Twitch, and, and some of these video platforms, it's a little bit harder to connect the dots. But again, a lot of times you can find somebody, and uh, whether it's it's regarding a screen name or so a lot of times they'll have additional information, a, a direct website on their on their profile. I mean, it's connecting the dots. So I mean, those those are great resources too. And any any kind of blog sites, like I mean, uh, you know, I always think that. People with passion are a lot like us. So put information out on blogs, uh, Medium, Dribble. Uh, you had mentioned some other ones too. So I mean, it, it's it's what we always talk about. It's it's finding where they live, right? So, uh, and a lot of these freelance designers, developer, you know, designers and stuff like that. The key word there is freelance. Mm -hmm. So look on some of the more interesting freelance sites like TopTel, Upwork, some Up of that. Work, and you look on TopTel, you get a lot of info, but you don't get the content info. Look, you're going to get their name. You're going to get some background on them. You put on your detective hat and find them. I was just on it the other day showing people how to do it. And we looked at 60 people and we were able to find contact people info on all 60 and on all 60 in under an hour, all 60. So it can be done. You just got to kind of use your detective. A lot of them have pictures and you can, tr you can just go ahead and trace the picture. Speaking of pictures, meetup groups, believe it or not, there are a lot of them out there mm -hmm. for yep. this crew, for this, these types of people. So you can go ahead and just use meetups and just start finding them. And, um, Zap info now zaps meetup groups and Swordfish actually will find you contact information on people in meetup groups. So, yeah, I mean that's that. I mean that's using the the sourcing stack we all have to to really connect the dots and find more information. Yep. Now notice we didn't say LinkedIn no, because we don't we want have, to talk LinkedIn. Well, I mean, but you can, like I said, you can find you, people you, on LinkedIn. Yeah, you, you can, share. but 
my my thinking is yes you can i totally agree but everybody's looking for him there yeah that's so true. you know let, 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 let's keep this to places that maybe are not the 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 go-tos the, not the monsters to dice the career builders and the linkedin's they're the go-tos everybody goes there i mean you know you don't really even have to have necessarily be a great sorcerer to source in linkedin let's stay into the ones that take a little more finesse and you might find people you won't find anywhere else facebook's a great one and i know this because when i was showing the people about top though i went into facebook we found 10 people the first 10 people we found they're not on linkedin yep but yep. we were able to find them we were able to get contact information and the person emailed me this morning and they're already talking to three of them so that worked out quick there sure. are a lot of them out there and you need to look uh there are a lot of specialty sites like ux design site or uh and i'm looking at a few of them actually because i decided to do a search because i was curious because how many are out there and you'd be surprised what you can find just by searching under find designers yeah so you're just doing a straight search on, on yep. facebook to find designers because i know that we had some tools that we would our go-to tools for, had kind of broken when they when they changed some of the syntax. Yeah, but you can still just do a regular Facebook search, find design, uh, just put in the word designer Seattle, and it will find people now right in Facebook. Plus, uh, Zap Info has pre-constructed strings already for a lot of these things that work very okay. well. Now, um, there is a tool that the uh, that um, Michael Bresley can never pronounce his name. We don't want to get too much into this because it's no synth thing. Um, but IntelliTechniques, and there is a tool that works in Firefox that he has that actually gives you the old style, um, not old style, I guess that's been that long, but the um, the older way of, of sourcing in Facebook with the graph search and everything like that. I have been playing with it. It actually isn't too bad. It's not as good as graph search, but it's about 80%, so that's pretty cool. But, um, you know, I but said, again, it's a, it's a method. You're yes, right. it's a method. It can only be done in Firefox because that's what the extension works on. It's a little tricky. I actually do it in Buscador mostly. Um, I am probably going to do a video on how to use it just so people know. But the problem is you can't get it unless you've taken his training. <laughs> so there's a mixed thing there. Well, if you want it, you're going to have to take his training or ask me because I download the entire zip file and I happen to have it. So I do. I can share it. Well, I might have to. I might have to ask you about that because I, oh, I don't have that many extensions extensions on on Firefox. But that's I, I already figured I was going to give it to you at SourceCon anyway. Okay. Well, hey, thanks for the spoiler. Um, <laughs> but, <laughs> so let me ask you because I was I was actually digging around um, uh, a music site the other day and I was thinking this would be a great place to find musicians. Have you yep. ever heard of Bandcamp? It's a yes, it's, I have actually. It's an independent forum where where uh, independent music creators can can post you know their their songs and everything so i mean that's a great example that's a great example of just kind of meandering around somewhere and finding details about about a person and i actually have reached out to a couple of musicians on twitter uh, just for for interest you know telling them hey i really like your music things like that and they got back to me you yeah. know so creative people are are really friendly and really good about there are um paintings sites like that there are um designer sites like that mainly for clothing stuff but there are sites like that all over the place create you got to remember creative existed long before there were computers mm -hmm. uh creatives predate computers and technology i mean you go i mean you go all the way back in history there were hieroglyphics and stuff long before they was electricity and hieroglyphics are creative um 
and I mean, I just, I just, I, I can get lost in some of it because there's, it's so interesting, and and a lot of these these sites, I mean, they show you everything. Like I can't, I can't tell people enough about Behance because you can see somebody's complete work, and you can message them directly. Right. You don't have contact information. It's a social platform that you can contact these folks directly, and you don't even need their email. So a lot of times, was, a lot of times people are saying, "Well, we need their email, or we need their phone number." You don't, you don't, you can directly message them. Yeah, you can. I agree. And Facebook's the same way. I mean, you don't you don't need emails a lot of times nowadays. You you have a social platform. You can reach out to somebody. Do it. Yeah, Facebook. I'll be honest with you. Um, I would contacting somebody on Facebook through Facebook is like my last resort. And yeah. they only say that because it's Facebook, and Facebook's just a little different. Um, it can wear people it, out. It can definitely wear. Yeah, people. yeah, yeah. But when it comes to straight up like YouTube, no problem at all. Flickr and stuff, no problem at all. Uh, doing it. Um, well, but I will tell you this: if you're going to message these types of people, <laughs> don't expect. Hey, my name's John Doe, and I work for JNX Recruiting, and I would like to recruit. Don't, don't be stupid. Yeah, that you've got to build. You got to build a relationship <laughs> a little bit. And exactly. You've got to take some time. And what I do is, if there's something that really interests me, so example, if if I'm if I'm hiring a, for a, um, a graphic designer for uh, uh, covers for some of our, our textbooks or, or some of our literary works, all right. If I see something that's related to the group that I'm I'm recruiting for, I'll mention that. And I'll say, hey, I saw your work with uh, your your project that you worked with with this, and uh, it's just much more engaging and much more honest way to talk to somebody to, to in, in you know intro. Uh, uh, build that that initial relationship. If you actually are honest with them and say hey, your work impressed me, you know, and people yeah. have done that to me. People have said, "Hey, I've read your blog, I've seen your video, and things like that." And and uh, obviously, you and I are going to automatically respond to them because it's it's an honest it's an honest way of of opening yeah. up a conversation. I mean, you just got to be human, you know. So yeah, I th yeah, that's definitely true. I think you know it's really interesting. I, I I've gone out and looked at. Um, communication styles of people out there and it fascinates me how back when there were a lot of people not a lot of jobs you could communicate any way you wanted now that there are a lot of jobs not a lot of people you've got to personalize it but it's amazing to me how many that I've seen have not figured that out yet and and it, and it begged me to wonder okay how are they still have a job and how are they being successful and and come to realize they're they're using the um the dartboard method meaning let's just email a million people and throw a dart and hope one sticks that's called blasting man that's what we yeah call blasting. well i'm trying to be nice and not call it blasting <laughs> but you know what i mean by the way there's a site called canva and another one called canvas both of which are very heavy in the graphic designing and space like that, which makes sense during they have products that are actually graphic design products. Yeah. Uh, I switched real quick. Uh, so yeah, no, I think um, I think we've gone over a lot, and that's not and that's beyond the straight up just X-raying or just searching or whatever the case may be. As a matter of fact, out of intellectual curiosity. I'm going to go ahead and do something really cute while I'm sitting here talking to you just to see what would happen if I put in the word search site colon wildcard.com resume graphic designer minus job minus jobs because I really don't want to see them. I'm sure I'm going to see samples and examples. And you know what? 
there are a boatload of them. Yeah. And that now let's minus sample, minus example, minus template, because somebody using template. There's still four. Okay, so there's 43 million results. You figure oh. at best half of them are legit, but the first three are people in my that I get are all legit graphic design people. Hey, use your own advice and put it in portfolio and see what you get. Yeah, let's do that. Let's let's let's, let's see what add. what kind of targeted list you get because of port. Okay, now I have to remember how to spell portfolio. Let's remember English is not my first language here. And while you're doing that, let me just say um, somebody... uh, eight million three hundred thousand. Okay, so that's that's a, a shorter targeted list. And if you put in location and stuff like that, you can tailor it. Down. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. If I add in location stuff now, if I want to be real smart, Alec, I I can backload this and after the dot com put slash resume to make sure that that's within the URL and I'm getting actual legit resumes as opposed to uh, just the word resume sitting somewhere in there. So let's see what that does for me or if my computer decides to freeze up, which it does sometimes when I'm trying to do it and also. Uh, and also uh, talk. Um, it's frozen, but I do want to bet you that will. It's, you got too many things running, man. You, actually, I don't. Well, I, maybe I do, actually. I do have a few things open. Oh, okay, there it came through. So now it dropped me down to 16,600, and the top, the whole first page are nothing but resumes of graphic designers. Absolutely. So, I mean, that, it's and just... from all over the place. So there you go. Site colon wildcard.com. Um, slash resume you can put in resumes graphic designer portfolio minus job job sample example and uh, uh hey dean whatever that you, send me that uh send me the the uh the string i mean you could just you just uh send me the text and i'll put it in the comments or i'll put it in the description so people can see i got to figure out oh, there's a chat i had to figure out what the damn chat window oh okay that's the wrong one yeah i'll send that to you and you can figure out how you're gonna get it in there uh um, hey man you know me you know me i'm i tinker with all kinds of stuff so yeah uh, and keep in mind i just did it with dot com you could put in dot org dot edu dot gov and you'll yep. get more you could put resume or resumes and you'll get even more but that's simple and mind you like i said i didn't put in a location at all so if i go ahead back here and i add in seattle to mine only because i live in seattle how does that change my results 607 yeah, I mean that's that's the list you should go down. I mean that's oh yeah, definitely without a doubt. Now, what would happen if we did do what I wanted to do, um, and change the .com to .org, which is something I love doing, but change the resume to resumes? Because typically with orgs, you're going to get multiple resumes. Take off Seattle because I wouldn't expect this necessarily will help me. It got me only three, which surprises me. So what, but look at the three. What are the three like? Oh, they're spot on. See, but that's all you need sometimes, right? Yeah, but now if I take off resumes and put it back to resume, I get 86. Yeah. Now let's see what happens if we add a second wildcard in between the .org and the resume. 46 more. And, and I'll explain why I did this in a minute. And now let's see what happens if I add the S back. Will it go up or down? Only one, but there's 10 people in it. There's not one person. But so basically what I did is I started with the site.org, uh, sitewildcard.org, and then originally I had the slash resume. But that just basically says, hey, you know what, look for .org and, make sure, and the next thing is gonna be resume. So I decided to say, okay, let's add a wildcard, which means .org and whatever, slash whatever, and then slash resume. And I found even more people than what I had the other way. And so there, there are a lot of variations in how you can play with this particular string. Um, this is a string with using the wildcards that I came up with about three months ago because I couldn't sleep one night, which is nothing new. I never could sleep. 
Yeah. And, and it works really well. It's actually on the SSAR page, um, at least one of these, and then you can just decide what you want to do as far as make like I went back to dot com with the extra wildcard, so dot com slash wildcard slash resume for forty seven thousand seven hundred. Yeah, and, and honestly when whenever I'm I'm using Boolean in my in my searches, I mean I usually just use Sidecoin and, and the wildcard and then just right. some random syntax and that usually gives you a target list. So yeah, I, I know a lot of people don't really get Boolean a, a whole lot, especially people that are using a lot of tools and technologies, but I mean, it, it, it's an art in itself as well. So, I mean, you can you can manipulate this around, you can change the syntax. Yeah. And, I, I think not only do not a lot of people get Boolean, um, I think a lot of people think a lot of people think it's boring and it's almost a waste of time. And I think the biggest thing is a lot of people don't understand things like wildcard and stuff like that. I think all they understand is like the basics and or not. Now, I just did the same search in the Bing versus Google. Um, I added Seattle. Bing found nothing. Doesn't surprise me. They don't support some of these things. Google found me 690. So that means that same search with the two wildcards, the specifying Seattle had 690 resumes. Yeah. 690. You should and be able to get a lot of hires out of that many. Well, I mean, that's that's the targeted list you're looking for, and that's location, and you've got full resumes there. And you, we're not going through Indeed or, or LinkedIn or any kind nope. of database. I mean, these are out there on the web. So it's it's just a that's just a huge pipeline, uh, probably an untapped pipeline by a lot of people. And I mean, more than likely, just you're just googling stuff pretty much. I mean, you know, they're out there. So I mean, yeah, I think that's that's a great resource. So if you could send me the the finalized string, I'll also add that. Well, so I, I, well yeah, I, I can do that. I just did another search. You ready for this one? Site wildcard.com slash whatever space resume graphic designer Seattle file type PDF. Yeah, because you're looking for the PDFs now. <laughs> One hundred seventy-three thousand. Yeah. Now the difference is, of course, I'm not going to be stupid enough to download each one of these one at a time. I'm going to use um, any one of four or five Chrome extensions that will download all the PDFs at once and stick them in my download folder so I can just deal with them later. But that, that I mean, just think about it. In what, 15 seconds, we've uncovered probably close to 200,000 people. Yeah, absolutely. And I mean, that's, you know, that's why I'm, I always say is getting easier to identify people because I mean, this stuff never changes. I mean, you can always do a side search. You've always been able to do a side search on this stuff. Yep. And even if it, for whatever reason, if, if Google goes away and you can't do a side search on Google, I mean, there's Bing, there's Yahoo, there's, there's uh, all kinds of directories that you can, or search engines that you can use to, to, to find the information. And, and here's something to keep in mind, boys and girls. Try going into the Wayback Machine and looking. Yeah, that's that's an area I haven't really tapped into that I need to learn more about. So. Okay, you heard it here first. All these supposed people on LinkedIn who are private, you can't find them by uh, X-raying them. Guess what? The default when you sign up for LinkedIn is public. Guess where the guess who has them? The Wayback Machine. Yep, they're still there. Just yeah, got so to find them. It's not as easy as you think to go in the Wayback Machine and find them, but they can be found. So explain, Dean, what 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 the Wayback Machine is, and kind of give people the an Wayback over Machine is what I call a snapshot in time. Basically, what they do is they go at intermittent periods throughout the day, the week, the month, the year, the decade, and so on, and they take snapshots of the entire web, mind you, surface web, not all the stuff below it, not the deep web and all the places that get you trouble, the surface web, um, and. That means that if you had something on the web and you deleted it, let's say you put it on Monday, you delete it on Friday, that's great. 
maybe I can't, maybe an average person can't find it by Googling it. Maybe a better than average person can't find it by doing some tricks. Most OSINT people will still be able to find it, but more importantly, it doesn't matter because the Wayback Machine will have already taken a snapshot and will still be able to show it to you. Even though you deleted it, it doesn't matter. They took the snapshot. Right? Think about it this way. It's like somebody doing something really funny. You took a picture of it and somebody else took a picture. They put the picture on Facebook, but it then deleted it and they destroyed their picture. Well, okay, so it doesn't matter. You still have a picture. Well, that's yeah. not the way that machine is. It's... They take snapshots of the web at consistent points of time during the day, so on and so forth, and it's always available and it never goes away. That's crazy. So it's like it's like a, a built-in archive of, of... That's exactly what it is. And there are a couple of other archives, but that's probably the best one I've seen so far. Um, and they and love using those for hackathons. They love using the Wayback Machine for hackathons. So. Wayback Machine can come in really handy, but it's really interesting how few people really understand how to use it. I've played with it quite a lot, and that's quite a lot. And uh, I've gotten, I don't want to say I'm great at it because I don't think there is such a term, but I've gotten comfortable enough that I can find what I want. In fact, interestingly enough, Sideshow, there, you can actually find data sets on there. And some of these data sets can be very, very interesting, like um, a list of all of the of all of the uh, contractors that work for a particular company. Now, is that is that something that is common knowledge? Is that something that you could put out there on like YouTube and or something like that? It's or is not it... common knowledge about the data set side of it. No, I mean, but the Wayback Machine is that something that that most people can can utilize without getting any kind of trouble? Yeah, you can utilize the Wayback Machine without getting into any trouble. It's a real simple thing to go in there. You go in there, you, as an example, you might go in there and put in um, LinkedIn, the LinkedIn um, domain, and something and it'll pop up with the results so and then you it'll put a graph with linkedin you're going to get a graph first which gives you specific time frames because there's a lot of data you'll have to pick a time frame and then you'll have to go down now or down from there more and more and more and more that's why there are a lot of data sets involving linkedin already created people already did the work and just said you know what i'm gonna put the data set here so people can get at it yeah. um I mentioned, I, I don't know for people, and I'm not into shameless plugs, but this is going to cross on. I have a new book that's going to come out on the 5th of August. It's called OSINT for the Staffing World, and I talk about the Wayback Machine in it. Not in depth, but I definitely make clear the Wayback Machine is something you want to do. And I and I haven't, since I haven't published it, I may add a little more on the Wayback Machine in it. Um, the idea behind the book is just to explain to people about OSINT and what OSINT is, and more importantly, make it so people understand about the web and that just because you don't go in the dark web doesn't mean you're safe. There's no place on the web you're safe. You can get a yeah, virus yeah. from anywhere. But I explain the different levels. I explain the different things that can keep you safer. I explain the different tools, OSINT and UMINT and SOCMINT, and then explain to you the tools you should be using. And so when, so when, when is that coming out? That's coming out in August? It's going to be August 5th. I have a webinar I'm doing for SourceCon, and my plan is to release it in conjunction with that webinar. Um, and the reason why I'm doing August 5th is because SourceCon's in September. So September, that'll give more September, enough time. 25th, right? Yeah, it'll give more enough time for people to buy it, and I'll be there. And if you want me to sign it, I will. If you want to ask questions, you can do that too. Um, whatever hey, floats your boat. Hey, funny you mentioned that. I'll be at SourceCon September 23rd, 25th too. So, and, I know. and Dean and I are both presenting. So if you like tools, I mean, you'll get a double dose or triple dose because your son is presenting too. So yeah, my son is going to present on something I think will interest people quite a bit. Uh, he wrote a blog relevant to it. And basically it's, um, it, 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 his whole presentation is about combining tools to do 
many different things, but what he does is pretty much, he solves what I consider to be probably one of the largest untapped resources for finding people that exists. Um, and, and I think it's untapped because people don't either want to spend the time to do it or don't know how to do it. And he's going to make it pretty clear how. I mean, he is going to do some Facebook stuff so everybody gets how to use Facebook and how to find people out of it. And I have, because Lord knows you, people need to know now because everybody's confused at what to do. But his big thing is going to be schedule.com how you can source out of schedule.com and it doesn't matter if the results only have pictures or only have a name or only a username or only a Tyler and company he's going to go through how to find what you need no matter what information you have available yeah and and honestly like I mean that's that's what I do a, a lot of times too is I'm, I'm using several tools I don't I don't use as many tools as I used to but I, I built things out so I don't have to I mean there's there's so much you can do. I mean, if you're talking scrapers, there's so many scrapers out there now. There's yeah. not just two like there used to be back in the day. It's not just Komodo and Data Miner anymore. I mean, there's there's a ton of them. Yeah, and, cool. and it's funny. We all have our go-to tools. Truth be told, I know about hundreds upon hundreds upon. I've got, what, 18 different Chrome-based browsers, and each one has 400-plus extensions, and none of them are the same. Yeah, so I, I, mean, I have access to boatloads, too, but really comes down to it, there's probably only about that I use on a regular basis and specific things like, okay, for this, I'll use Zap Info. For this, I know data mine is better. For this, instant data is better. For this, yeah. big, whatever. And interesting enough, in my new book are my super set of tools. Those yeah. tools. So that you've are got your sourcing specs in it. That's great, man. Yeah, that's, of course. Yeah, that's had, oh, and by the way, in the, the only way you're going to get access to this is through the book. Um, I've created three OSINT start.me pages filled with OSINT tools, but you're only going to get the links by buying the book. Okay. Well, that's definitely something I'm going to be buying. It's only going to be twelve ninety nine. Oh gosh. That's, that's a steal, man. <laughs> so, but, uh, no, uh, uh, yeah, that's definitely something I'm going to be tapping into. I bought your other book and I thought it was great. So, um, but Thank no, you. I despite the spelling errors. <laughs> what you know? What it's close enough, right? So you know. Well, Derek and I were talking about the other day because he edited, and Derek and I were like, you know what? Next time we edit this book, we might want to do it before we drink. You know what? You know what you should do. Probably you should, right. Can't you use Grammarly for that? I'm just kidding. <laughs> but, oh, I could use a lot of different tools. <laughs> None of it's going to matter if I've been drinking and I'm not paying attention. <laughs> no, but uh, uh, yeah, I think that's a, a good spot to stop and. And yeah, if you do want to see us in real life, you you can you can see us at at SourceCon September third yep. to twenty fifth. Dean and I are both presenting. Uh, yep. Jeremy Dunn, Jeremy DeCosta is also presenting. There's a lot of, of, of cool stuff out there, so definitely come yeah. out and and say hello, shake our hands. Um, I'm I'm always happy to talk about tools and nerd out with people. So. By the way, on a side note, Erin Matthews will be presenting there. She is a Reddit expert, and guess what? Is guess who's on Reddit a lot? Creative people. Yeah, absolutely. That's one I didn't mention, but yeah, she's she's actually taught me a lot about Reddit. So, and she's, oh, she's incredible. She's, she's actually doing fine. a uh, she's actually doing a webinar for the Source 